is in the know for Tuesday, September 6th, the 249th day of 2022. There are 116 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, look back on a busy, long holiday weekend and the week before that. And a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. Uh, you're going to learn a little bit later on in the show that today is Procrastination Day, or more specifically, Stop Procrastination Day. Okay. Um, I know you don't know anything about that. What? But no. what do you? What do you think makes people procrastinate? I think some people work better under pressure. You do? I do. I guess like courage under fire, acting, you know, when the pressure's on. So some experts and researchers say it's because we see our future self as better than our current self, which means we think we'll make better decision-making tomorrow rather than today. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I buy that or not, yeah, but or, I mean, I'd like know. to think, well, I'll be better at making the decision tomorrow if I just procrastinate it, but I'm not so sure that's true. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News on Board. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Calhoun. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm feeling accomplished, much like you must, and all of us, that we've just completely wiped out hunger. <laughs> right? H- hunger has been ducked. We ducked it out? <laughs> we, we ducked. Uh, we, we did the hunger regatta, and then we ducked out and uh, wrapped up the weekend. The big uh, ducking hunger regatta was held uh, last evening at the Litchfield Aquatic Center. Boy, Quacky had a busy final week, too. Quacky was all over the place. He was at the uh, animal shelter. He was at the... Uh, he bought some movie tickets at the Alice Theater. He bought, um, he was at the extension office. Oh, yeah, I like that. And then he was even at Don Lee Field, and then all of his quacky friends got uh, dunked into the lazy river at the uh, Litchfield Aquatic Center yesterday. It's a great event, as always. It's it was good fun. to see. Uh, more than $9,000 raised for the uh, Grayson County Alliance Food Pantry. Uh, I would like us, I would like us to see uh, more ducks adopted and sponsored for next year, but. I'll save that. Do, uh, save do, that for do we have day. an interview with a race winner? Uh, we we probably will have an interview with the race winner coming up um, in a few days because she's coming in for, I think, something else. Uh, Jenny oh, Beasley yeah. Cummings. I didn't know if she just planned that. She knew she was going to win and planned <laughs> to come in to do a victory lap. Uh, no, this was I think prearranged before she even knew that she was going to be the going to be the winner. I'll probably not put her on the spot and ask her what she plans to do with the thousand dollars. <laughs> but uh, it was great to hear the the winner. Uh, we did have a we did have a, a disappointed six year old last yes. night. She thought her ducks were going to win. Uh, I don't know if it was that or she didn't get to use the aquatic center. Uh, not sure which was greater. Uh, more uh, the latter. I, uh, I think so. Yeah, bless <laughs> its little heart. That was the longest face. It was like, hmm. She was all amped up thinking, so you're saying there's a chance mm-hmm. I might get to use the Aquatic Center. But uh, anyway, it was a great event. Raised money for a wonderful organization. And uh, noticed the viewership was good for the K105 Digital Productions uh, telecast of the Ducking Hunger Regatta. So I, I know you're trying to move on, but Sorry. if you want to hear a funny. So mm-hmm. on the way there, she was asking me, and I was like, you know, I really don't I really don't think that we'll be able to. She said, So you think there's like a fifty fifty percent chance? Mm-hmm. And it startled me a little bit and I was like, Huh. I said, Well, I don't I don't know, probably not that high, but I didn't really want to get into the explanation <laughs> more, of percentages. Right. More like one in a million. So we we get there and she's sitting in the seat and it, you know, I guess the second or so bucket has been thrown out and she looks up at me and she says you think there's a 3% chance? <laughs> mm, a 3% chance. So, well, I, I like... somewhere she is learning 
percentages, but she got down to, she looked around and she decided the percentages were a lot lower. We're dropping. Yeah. I, but I did think the one thing she noticed, it didn't help her. It, it, it uh, did cause some confusion when she saw other kids who yes. were wet. Yes. Like, wait, that kid's wet. Yes, maybe I exactly. can get, maybe I can get wet too. But uh, the aquatic center, you know, peaceful when mm-hmm. there's not a lot of people around and just kind of a beautiful, uh, beautiful facility. Areas of dense fog probably have mostly dissipated so far this morning. But uh, it was foggy to start, depending upon when you awoke. We're going to see another system pushing through and toward us late on Friday, increasing the rain chances for the weekend. We'll see some scattered thunderstorms for today. Uh, 4 and 10 chance high of 83. Partly cloudy, 68 for the overnight low. Partly cloudy for tomorrow and a high of 84. Off into the distance, about a 20% chance of rain on Friday. Even greater chance of rain on Saturday. Looks like maybe about uh, 60%. So um, at one point in time, I looked and there was, uh, I think I looked early in the weekend, looked like there was going to be a chance of rain every day this week, but they have taken, uh, nearly eliminated it for tomorrow and then have completely eliminated it for Thursday. But you can just sort of tell rather than seeing a day of 91 and then some 88s and some 87s and that, you can just kind of tell that this is September weather, you know, still warm, but your evening lows are getting a little bit lower where it's you know pretty common to be in the 60s and so we'll just generally start to creep that way we're a little over two and a half weeks from fall i guess mm-hmm. what the falls 21st something like that so uh so it, it will it will be here before yeah two weeks tomorrow before we know it a caneyville man has been killed in a three vehicle crash on the western kentucky parkway the Western Kentucky Parkway between uh, Litchfield and Caneyville was closed for the majority of the afternoon and evening. This happened about 12.15 yesterday. The uh, first responders report a Nissan truck dri- being driven by 49-year-old Barry Embry was traveling behind a dump truck when a Ford F-350 truck apparently failed to see a Nissan. The, the Nissan, the Ford crashed into the Nissan, pushing the Nissan forward and pinning the vehicle between the Ford and the dump truck. Uh, 49-year-old Barry Embry was pronounced deceased at the scene by the Grayson County Deputy Coroner Larry Holman. And that uh, accident remains under investigation and reconstruction by the Kentucky State Police. That happened just uh, east of uh, Caneyville, but shut down the the western-bound lanes of the WK Parkway and created a lot of congestion between um, Litchfield-Caneyville on US-62 yesterday. And really sad to report that tragedy. Uh, another tragedy involving a helicopter that spanned part of the weekend. The pilot of a helicopter, who officials lost contact with over the weekend, has been found after crashing near the southern boundary of Mammoth Cave National Park. About 4 o'clock yesterday, Mammoth Cave law enforcement officers received information that a helicopter crash with a single fatality had been located inside the park. The pilot was a 69-year-old David Stone of Louisville, Tennessee. He had been flying alone from St. Louis, Missouri to Knoxville, Tennessee on Saturday before contact was lost with the aircraft. He was found deceased at the scene, which is near Highway 70 and Park Boundary Road. The crash of uh, the cause of the crash under investigation by the National Park Service and the NTSB. The man who shot and killed his estranged wife and her parents has been sentenced in the Butler County courtroom. 34-year-old Joseph Carey of Bowling Green agreed to a plea deal that sentences him to life in prison without the possibility of parole. The Butler County Commonwealth's attorney, Blake Chambers, about two weeks after the murders, had filed a notice that he would seek the death penalty for Carey, but this plea agreement will take that potential punishment off the table. Chambers said the decision to seek life without the possibility of parole was reached after discussions with the victim's family. Uh, the murders took place in the morning of January 19 of 2021. Joseph Carey, who has uh, uh, pled guilty, was served with divorce papers just a month earlier, which was probably likely a contributor to that uh, situation. You've been hearing for a couple of weeks the discussion about local property damage to places like the Litchfield Aquatic Center, the ECTC Litchfield Campus, uh, Grayson County High School, Lawler Elementary School, that area. Early Saturday morning, with the help of strategically placed trail cameras, the Litchfield Police uh, Department identified a truck thought to be responsible for damage near the ECTC campus. And on Saturday afternoon, 
LPD officer Eugene Kane arrested 21-year-old Molly Ann Fisher of Grayson County and charged her with first-degree criminal uh, mischief, a Class D felony, second-degree criminal trespassing, and third-degree unlawful transaction with a minor. The unlawful transaction charge is because a juvenile was uh, with at the time of uh, some of some of this damage. So that's why that additional charge. I had uh, a week or so ago, two weeks ago, I said... I uh, said we were looking for jack wagons. Mm-hmm. It turns out it was a Jill wagon. Mm-hmm. And she was lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. So maybe, hopefully, we have determined who is uh, messing up all of our nice stuff. And hopefully, it will stop. The Kentucky Department of Education will oversee selection of two high school students from the state to serve as delegates to the U.S. Senate Youth Program. Students from around the U.S. chosen for the merit-based program will study the federal government and the nation's leaders during Washington Week. The students will each receive a $10,000 college scholarship and will be encouraged to continue studying history, government, and public affairs. That's according to the State Department of uh, Education. So just like the regular Senate's 104 members, they get to uh, and uh, they will uh, gather and do Senate Senate type things. Who knows? There may be future senators in there. I don't know if you get assigned to a senator. You know, like of the two from Kentucky, if you get a one gets Paul, coin one gets toss, McConnell. one gets McConnell, one gets Paul, and uh, I don't know how that uh, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. Austin Reed threw three touchdown passes and ran for a score as the WKU Hilltoppers. Rolled to a 49-17 victory over Hawaii on Saturday. Did you stay up late and watch the game, Sam? No, I got fed up <laughs> trying to get the app to work. Yeah. And I just gave up, and I probably wouldn't have made it anyways. Well, it started about 11 o'clock Central Time. That is correct. It? Yeah. I think it ended at about 2.30 a.m. Central Time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, know some, know some people who were uh, in the islands for that trip. And, yeah, uh, I mean, if I was in the islands, I think it'd been a little bit easier to stay up. Yeah, uh, well, depending upon when you got there, <laughs> you know, yeah. some your biological clock or your internal clock uh-huh. still telling you it's uh, hey, it's eleven o'clock at night when this game started. But forty nine seventeen, so successful road trip. Come back over. Uh, toppers have the week off, don't they? And yeah, they, go to, to get, they go to IU next week, trying to get readjusted and try to get back on a schedule. Uh, Syracuse, their new look offense. Rolled over Louisville thirty-one to seven, as I mean there was a decent amount of preseason hype. Louisville, Louisville was really bad last year, but they whipped Syracuse. Mm-hmm. But in the year when you think, well, this is the year that Scott's tots are going to break out, and you know this is going to be our year that we're getting things going for Louisville to get defeated by the Orange Men thirty-one to seven, gives us a little bit of pause that. Louisville was any better than they than they were. Mm-hmm. You make any take anything uh, from I, that? I mean, they're just not not a great football team. I don't think. I think that the uh, Scott Satterfield era is is coming to an end very quick, unless something changes. Does he make it through hurry. the season? Uh, unless something changes, I, I don't think so. I think I don't know that he'll coach in Lexington when the cards come there at the end of November. Louisville will play UCF, a non-conference meeting with the University of Central Florida on Friday night. UCF's got a good program, too. In in Orlando, too, so that should be a tough match, I think. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, Plus, you know, Friday night football. Friday night's reserved for for, uh, high school football, but I I don't know. The uh, second half in Lexington on Friday night got off to an exciting start when Barry and Brown... Took the uh, opening kickoff of the second half back 100 yards, which really changed changed the theme of the game. It was a three point game until Barry and Brown goes 100 yards and turned on the afterburner mm-hmm. at about the 30 yard line, 30 32 yard line. Gave Mark Stoops his 60th victory at the University of Kentucky, tying uh, Paul Bear Bryant. Now, Coach Stoops will tell you his name doesn't belong in the same sentence. With Bear Bryant, well, it does when it comes to Kentucky specifically, mm-hmm. not for what Bear Bryant went on to do after that, but a milestone to show you he's put in a lot of work, been there for a decade, got 60 wins, and going to accumulate several more, it would appear. But as the Cats get ready to go down to Gainesville on Friday, no Chris Rodriguez, no Jordan Wright, no Juton McLean, already beaten up as the Cats uh, face their SEC opener in Gainesville on Friday night. Did you uh, you watch the game did you get the app to work for that game? Yeah, Saturday? yeah, that one 
the ESPN app is a little bit easier to work than the Team One Sports Hawaii Spectrum something. Wow. <laughs> the, the, yeah. They need an acronym for that. Yeah, app. no, I think it was the Team One Sports, but you had to use a specific one. I mean, the, the primary use for Team One Sports is for high school. Oh, yeah, that's right. So it's mm-hmm. it's just kind of funny as to, you know, we got to download an app like I'm getting ready to watch a high school football game to watch the tops. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you make of uh, what do you make of the the no Chris Rodriguez, no Jordan Wright? What? No, and we still uh, Ron Jefferson, too. And we still quite don't know. Well, at least on the ones who are not even on the depth chart. What do you should the university be saying more I, about why no Rodriguez know. and no Wright? I don't know. You don't know. I, I did. Because, I mean, if it is a. Like if it's an academic issue or something, is it is it our business? Uh, no, but you, I think you need to know what the what the amount of punishment is. Whatever the university have decided, I think they need to say uh-huh. what it is. They, yeah, I mean, and I they get need that. to say the length of the punishment, uh-huh. not necessarily what the punishment is, but just leaving everyone in suspense. Like, well, how long is this going to go on? Seems like at least the administration, and this is not a football office thing. This is a this is a university thing, so if it's three games, say it's three games. Yeah, if it's two games, say it's, it's two games. I don't think it's athletic department. I think it's... No, that's, it's, no it's not athletics like at all. It's something that, yeah. It's something else going on. But Somebody wearing a suit. And the, the, that's right. The suits. The suit sh- should say. As, have uh, you ever wanted to be on... Oh, I, I forgot. Excitement at Calhoun. Yeah. Uh, Cougars, unfortunately, came up on the wrong end of the... One win-loss column on that, but exciting to go to high school overtime. Yeah, it was the first time c- c- the Grayson County Cougars. I got oh, yeah. I had to keep keep catching myself that on Friday. I've been to overtime since 2011, and uh, it was a phenomenal football game. I know that we had a lot of people watching. There was a small but mighty crowd that made the trip to, to Calhoun. Uh, but 22 to 14, the Cougars lost. The Grayson County Cougars lost in overtime. The and, ones that matter, yeah. the Cougars, the Cougars well, that was, matter. I'll give I'll give the Cougars of Calhoun a a lot of credit. That's a really cool atmosphere. They literally rolled in trash cans, like two or three trash cans filled to the brim with cowbells, and they laid them out on every single seat so everybody had a cowbell. So mm-hmm. it was like we were in Starkville. And then after every touchdown, they had the fireworks. Mm-hmm. So I know that uh, there are some Grayson County parents now that are trying to put their heads together and air horns. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my, my high school, since we were the Jaguars, there was a parent that had that somehow got an old Jaguar horn mm-hmm. and connected it to a hard hat and had the Jaguar uh, like emblem mm-hmm. so he could blow the car horn when uh, they scored. Listen, I hate those air horns, but if you mm-hmm. want to out annoy someone well, with cowbells, the Cougar fans, the Cougar fans, I think were were looking more at the firework route of after scoring touchdowns. Everybody enjoys fireworks. Uh-huh. Whether you whether you just scored or you got scored on, let's do something that is annoying to mm-hmm. the other. Because I would imagine the good Cougars found the bad Cougars' cowbells to be annoying Friday night. I mean, the broadcasters started to get a little annoyed, so I mm-hmm. assume that the people on the field were as well. But yeah. it was a good atmosphere. I give them a lot of credit. It was one of the better high school football atmospheres that I could. And it helps that it was it was a phenomenal football game, one of those that you hated that a team had to lose. Did they have to get? A, did they also have to get an exemption from the KHSAA to use their cowbells? They're outlawed mm-hmm. in the SEC mm-hmm. except for Mississippi State. Well, I, I know that it was funny that at the end of the broadcast, they played a— for one, it was a little interesting that the song that they play, you know, teams will have a victory song. They yeah. play Country Roads, which was, I, I get, but it, West Virginia, like, you're in. Well, did, Plus, did, there did, are no mountain mamas uh-huh. in in McLean County. Yes. Have you seen McLean County? It's flat. It is. It so is very, yes. It there is are no very, mountain mamas. Very flat. In. And then at the end, they said, now remember, the trash cans at the bottom of the bleachers, put your cowbell in there. Oh, so they wanted to make sure that nobody walked like, away you know, with the with the cowbells. I just came up with a brilliant idea. I think we can get this worked out. And got, got this taken care of. Everybody bring a milk jug. And Stephen Smith will give you a roll of pennies. Oh, you put a roll of pennies in your milk jug. <laughs> that could be, be a, a workout. <laughs> be our noisemakers. So, Sam, did you get up and sing with uh, Sawyer Brown on Sunday? I did not. You did not? Okay, just uh, Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way. Hang around. You're already in the know. Today is Telephone Tuesday. Why? So long holiday weekend. So a lot of calls were deferred, you know, until weekend. Also because now the majority of schools around the country 
are back in session starting today. There are even mm-hmm. schools in Kentucky that don't go back until after Labor Day, generally more of your Montessori or your private schools. But in the eastern seaboard and then portions of California and those areas, they do not go back to school until the day after Labor Day. So now everybody, like summer is over from a, you know, well, we'll do that when summer's over. So this is the day they expect one of the highest number of telephone calls of the year is the day after Labor Day. I guess that makes sense. It is Fight Procrastination Day, so a day to get things done, or at least finish something that was on your list since last year. Barbie Doll Day today. This is the anniversary of the day the Barbie Doll first went on sale in 1959, and it is Read a Book Day today. Right. So a day to take time out of your busy schedule and relax with a good book. Now, this lady over here, she takes it almost literally. Some t- she'll go through a stretch, stretch where she might read a book a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's like when you say read a book day, she takes it to say read a whole book in a single day. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to see my friends today, actually. You are? Mm-hmm. You're going to the, the Grayson County Library? I am. Mm-hmm. We'll say hey to Kevin and everybody. I will. Um, yeah. Um, how many books have you read in the last week and a half? Do you know? Did you count it up? Not as many as I could have, would have, should have. Okay, gotcha. Um, right. three and a half. Three and a half. All right, very good. And we want to say two thanks half, to everybody that participated in the uh, Where's Quacky over the previous four weeks. It was fun to do that, as always. And it helped uh, raise over $9,000 for the Grayson County Alliance, plus had a lot of fun. Probably learned things about your community that you didn't mm-hmm. know, places that Quacky likes to hang out and all that. Quacky so, got a little challenging sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, definitely did. So anyway, thanks to all those, all of you who uh, participated. So now we're kind of, you know, uh, very successful Grayson County Fair, as far as I uh, am able to uh, able to tell. Uh, big attendance, uh, had the parade yesterday, and the college football season is underway, and now we're kind of in that shift to fall. Yeah, NFL starts this week. NFL does start coming up on this, uh, I guess, Thursday, yeah, technically, yeah. right? There's a game day after uh-huh. tomorrow, because I know this feels like Monday, but it's actually that, already some team Tuesday. Some once the Super Bowl gets to open up the year, I don't, I don't know who that might oh, be. Oh, I see. Got you. Uh, the um, Now time to start watching the fall foliage map and you can use smokymountains.com because boy the leaf peepers love to flock to the smoky mountains but also you go up through vermont and some of those areas it's also nice but if you just look at the national map you see a lot of fall you know fall color that's that's this, represented. This map here is on o- the beginning of october so this, this is, is the october like a- this is the october 1 fall foliage map if you're watching and it obviously here in kentucky we're not even near peak Mm -hmm. by october one but down in the smoky mountains by october one they are i mean look down there along the border around tri-cities in that area where they've got some some red i just i just enjoy how it just cuts off right at georgia nope that's right yeah no no fall color for you in georgia because all they have are pine trees you know they're Uh pretty much Pretty like much it, ever it knows the border, but you can continue to watch it and follow along. They use an in-depth algorithm to predict the change, predict the changing of the leaves every year. So that's SmokyMountains.com, and they have the link to the map there in case you are uh, in case you are interested. So I said, you know, big events over the last week. Also, there's a big event tomorrow. Apple is apparently introducing their new iPhone. I believe that's going to be tomorrow, mm. and there are some rumors it will be the 14. It'll be the Apple. It'll be the iPhone 14 that will be announced tomorrow, and apparently one of the things that are rumored would be ditching the notch design on the screen. So if you've got, if you're an iPhone user, you've got the notch, and it's basically the speaker, and then it has a little lens for the front-facing camera across the top, and yeah, so supposedly they are getting rid of. They have figured out how to get rid of the notch on the top of the screen and they will go to a long pill design because it does, it does kind of mess up your photo previews and some of your, you know, when it's like gets that little dip down from the top, but where they put the camera lens 
and the ear you know the the earpiece where you listen to calls i don't i don't know the camera app revamp will be uh thanks to a new design because of the changes to the top of the screen controls such as the flash button and live photo button are now repositioned down in the status bar giving users a larger view of the camera preview the larger regular iPhone will be called 14 Plus, not Max. The classic battery indicator is making a comeback with the iPhone 14 Pro Series. Thank you. I don't like the current battery indicator. What's I, I like a number. I want to see a number beside my... Oh, you mean you just pull down on it and it tells you? I don't like that. I don't want to be able to glance in the corner the way God intended it. It was say 78 or it will say 62, or it will get lower, 41%. Oh, I'm at 23%. I don't like just the, it's, that's like a guideline. Well, you're about half. I need I need more specifics than that. But it does say it was making a comeback with the iPhone I, I, I 14 okay with just pulling down. Pro Series. Oh, extra swipes. I don't want to do that, Sam. The price will go up, but not as much as maybe maybe feared. <laughs> Where the 13 range, the top of the line iPhone 13 was 10.99. That's 1,099 dollars. The 14 Pro Max is suspected to be 1,149 dollars, so 100 dollars higher. So, I don't hear any. I don't hear any big game changers in there for me. I think mm-hmm. I, I think mine's a 12. Mine's so, an XR. Okay. Something I, I, or I have no clue. There's nothing in there that says to me, "You got to go. You got to go get this new phone." Like, oh, no, I don't. My phone's working mm. just fine. Sure, there's a small, tiny hairline crack down the lower left-hand corner, but not enough to really cause me a problem. Not considering some of the shattered screens that I see in various places. Post is introducing new limited edition Halloween fruity pebbles cereal. <laughs> Something for. Uh, Dennis Cook to research while he convalesces before he can rejoin us. He's got quite the list so far, right? He better Listen, be keeping if he up. If he, doesn't, if he doesn't work hard and get after it, mm-hmm. the list is going to keep getting longer I keep get, and longer. I get, I get um, almost daily updates now on him because I get to see his son a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know you got one from his son yesterday. Yeah, I got one last night. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got, uh, I, I asked. I, I, the update I want is if what he has procured, like his list of snacks, and mm-hmm. what day he's going to be here to share those. When will you be bringing the limited mm-hmm. edition See, the Halloween is, is Fruity Pebble cereal? Usually when he comes, you're not here, though. Well, but if I know <laughs> that it's a day filled with snacks. <laughs> maybe it's a little uh, different. Maybe. Oh, good. Taking oh, notes. he is taking notes. Okay. So in addition to the <laughs> limited edition Halloween Fruity Pebbles cereal. Is, is there anything about these that is... Just, or is it it's just, just the colors? colors, probably. Yeah. The nice thing is you get two options. You get uh, 10 ounce and 18 and a half ounce. You get the family size box if you want. The same fruity taste pebbles fans no one expect, but with a mixture of orange and purple flakes to join in on the fall festivities. The box also features Fred Flintstone and the cereal's namesake character, Pebbles Flintstone, dressed up in costumes for the season. You can't have fruity pebbles and leave pebbles off the box, mm-hmm. right? With the bone barrette and everything. Is that bone barrette? Is that proper term? You Probably. Know, she has that bone in the top of her hair. That and I really need to check those fruity pebbles that are on top of the fridge. Uh, yeah, probably. Man, yeah, been up there for a while. Jet Puffed welcomes new. If you need more pumpkin spice in your life, uh, I don't know why you necessarily would, because everything is pumpkin spice this time of year. Uh, pumpkin spice deodorant. Jeff Jet Puffed Marshmallows welcomes pumpkin spice and candy corn marshmallows for fall. The uh, Jet Puff welcomes back two seasonal fan favorite treats, pumpkin spice, candy corn, so two different ones. It's not a combination. Like, you don't get the one in the same, like, both in the same bag. You get one or the other. Where I start to, start to get a little bit concerned is... I, I'm not, as you know, I'm not a huge fan of marshmallow to begin with. If you, if you turn them orange or Halloweenish, they take one step toward those circus peanuts. Mm-hmm. I which, love circus peanuts, which are the worst thing ever created. 
I couldn't tell you the last time I had one of those, but I don't think it was I mean, very I, good. I don't want to sit and eat it by the bag full, but yeah, a good circus peanut every now and then. Yeah. How do you like those orange, spongy, rubbery? Yes. yes. Really? <sighs> yes. Why? I don't know. Yeah, nostalgia? Is it just that? Is it just Probably. the nostalgia? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to open a bag and eat all of them, mm-hmm. but yeah. So my thought process on this, uh, on the the jet puff, the marshmallows. Yes. So what if you can use those in conjunction with the Rice Krispies, Mm -hmm. and then you would have flavored Rice Krispie treats? A pumpkin spice. I mean, I'm not a pumpkin. Yeah, I'm I'm not a pumpkin spice candy person. Marshmallow. But well, see, then you could maybe put some uh, peanuts in there and make it uh, make it like a payday. (laughs) <laughs> a payday rice crispy treat. Now we're getting somewhere. All right, I'm about okay. to get Dennis Cook's attention for real. Krispy Kreme has introduced a new <laughs> churro collection. You know how much I love churros. Nothing like nothing like a great churro from uh, nothing like a great churro from the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I mean, I actually like the ones from Frontierland best. They taste slightly different. They taste old westy. They're different than the ones that are like just. You don't believe me? Yeah, okay, they're probably all the same. But I, I but I like to think the ones from Frontierland are a little bit different. So I love churros. So imagine donuts being made with churro dough mm. instead of your typical donut. And so they have cinnamon sugar churro. They have cookies and cream churro. And dulce de leche churro. So that's like cream cheese icing... Cookie pieces, swirls. No, I mean, yeah, they look good. I, I I'm just looking here at the comments to see. I think Dennis may have passed out. <laughs> he hasn't commented yet, so I'm not sure. He got a sugar high from just looking. But does it take away from the churro itself? Do you not like so it's not the texture? Crisp. Right. I mean, it's just going to be doughy on the inside. Yeah, that's true. I would try one well, without okay. a, without a doubt. Now, I think one thing that helps them with this photograph, it is, has their lineups of the three items in the Churdo collection. But you notice off to the side, there's still the An way, actual churro. There's still nature's churros over here on the right. That well, if you didn't like the donuts, you can just grab a traditional churro, and you're uh, and you're off and running. So I I like that idea. Okay. This story is getting a little bit of attention. A passenger is applauded for refusing to swap seats so that a family could sit together. Now, wait a minute. Before you decide, hear all the details. The Internet has backed a Redditor who refused to give up their plane seat so a family could sit together. So this this Reddit user is called Unlikely Strategy. He asked, am I the butthead for not giving up my plane seat? So a family could be all together. So he said that he was flying uh, home today from Greece. So long flight. So roughly 10-hour flight around this time of year. It's extremely hectic. So I booked my my ticket specifically to be closer to the front of the plane so I can be closer to the gate when it's time to get out. I personally hate traveling, so I spent a bit more money to be closer. But when they boarded the plane, a family of four approached this Redditor and asked if they could switch spots. He said, normally I'd be okay with switching spots, which would mean moving back 20 rows, from, which leaves me at an inconvenience, and I would not get my money's worth. I rejected and said that I would like to keep my seat. So when the passenger refused to move, the woman said that he was being a butthead and should just give up his seat so that she could sit with her husband and kids. He said, respectfully, ma'am, your travel issues are not my problem. I am keeping the seat I paid for. The passenger then goes on to say the woman continued to make a scene and call him out in front of other passengers. But after some firm words, she gave in, sat down, and the husband apologized to him. All right, so where are you so far? <clears throat> just just quick quick way no, I'm in. I'm on team, it, team, man, team single so man. So he's he's not the butthead. No. Correct? Well, uh, but I, I don't mean, know the ages of the children yet. I don't know that that matters. I mean, if, it, it, to, to move back bit. 20 rows, I mean, that's not like, if you're moving back two rows, that's one thing. 20 rows, that's a, 
I mean, that's, that's I agree. a agree. And you know way. how I travel, right? So oh, for yeah. those of you who think, those of you who think he could potentially be the butthead, because I, I don't think he's the butthead. Of course, I know the whole story right now. Is the comment that you need to hear above all the others from the comments who say, no, you're not the butthead, is if it was really about the family of four sitting together, they could have gone to the back of the plane, asked for three other people who wanted to take their improved seats and be forward so that they could all sit together rather yeah. than asking the people who were forward sure. to be inconvenienced. Exactly, and yeah. so that's what, you know, we talk about traveling, like instead of a person skipping the line to catch up with us, let everybody go in front of us. It's like you're trying to convenience yourself at the expense of others when if you're really if it's really about sitting together yeah, there's a way to do that but also give other people you know a greater convenience so no he's not the butthead at all we got to get to a break we'll come back yes the water cooler question is back coming up here on in the know today's did you know is brought to you by ectc's litchfield campus one stop for all your ectc college needs they're there for admission Financial aid questions, the next eight-week advantage starts mid-October, and you need to be making plans now for your course schedules, your FAFSA, your opportunities, and don't forget Workforce Solutions, Community Education, the Introduction to Computers, American Sign Language, and a wide variety of customized training. It is real college for the real world. ECTC Litchfield Campus, where they want you to know that stop signs were yellow from the 1920s to 1950s. <laughs> did you know stop signs used to be yellow? I don't no. think I did. I didn't know that. I assumed that they were, I mean, stop, red, red is sort of the universal, stop like in any language. You go in, you like travel anywhere. You can, you know, the signs can be in Spanish or Italian or anywhere. You see that red, you go, oh, yeah, that's, that's stop. Alto. Huh. Now that makes me wonder. I used to play an alto sax. Did that mean I was supposed to stop? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Stop. Stop playing that. It's probably what my parents were saying. All right, here's today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. By correctly answering the water cooler question, you can text your answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000 is the number that you are going to text your response to. And the question says this. Happens more on Tuesday than any other day of the week. It happens more on Tuesday than any other day of the week. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. It happens on Tuesday more than any other day of the week. 2 to the 7, 7 to the 0, 259-6000. So the box office is pitiful. Here's how bad. Box office Top Gun Maverick silences Spider-Man for the number one Labor Day win. Top Gun Maverick still number one. Well, became number one again with a $6 million weekend. Bullet Train at number two. Spider-Man No Way Home. DC League of Super Pets at four. The Invitation... Beast at six, minions at seven, etc. Now, the um, Top Gun Maverick passed Black Panther as the fifth highest grossing movie ever. And it has become uh, the only film to be number one at the domestic box office for both Memorial Day and Labor Day holidays. So even your blockbusters that you've had that come out 4th of July or that come, you've not had one. And it's just because of an anomaly in the market. You know, it's, there's, they're just not, right there's just not any content out there. And the thing is, you can watch Maverick on Amazon Prime right now. Mm-hmm. You'll have to rent it. You'll have to pay for it. But you don't have to leave the house to watch it. But it still was the number one movie over the holiday weekend at the box office. And even um, you had two movies. You had one, one of the new movies that's still out that did pretty well came out in December. Like it's still, oh wow! So it's it's one of the nine months. One of those superhero movies. No, they do well. Oh yeah, they absolutely do well. I, I don't dabble over there and try to offend people who might be swimming in the DC or Marvel universe. 
Harry Styles says that he has no idea what I'm doing when it comes to acting. Finally, Harry Styles and I have something in common. <laughs> he has no idea what he's doing when it comes to acting. Neither do I. He fits. Yeah, I mean, I guess you either can or you can Fake can't. it till you make it, right? That's right. The 2022 Creative Arts Emmys, the award winners are out, and um, the best of the 2021-2022 TV season has been revealed. The uh, The awards were handed out over the weekend before Kenan Thompson will host the televised version of the big Emmys, not just the creative ones, on September 12th. But Succession led the way with 25 nominations. Ted Lasso had 20. White Lotus had 20. Hacks and Only Murders in the Buildings had 17 apiece, but... I mean, there are a bunch of things on there that I had never heard of that got creative Emmys. Adele's One Night Only, I think, won five creative Emmys for her uh, show that she did at the Griffith Observatory. She's She now only needs a Tony. She could be an EGOT. She has an Emmy. She has a Grammy. She has even an Oscar for Skyfall from the oh, yeah. Bond movie. And now if they could just figure out a way for her to get a Tony. I feel like that wouldn't be that hard for her. I wouldn't think so, right? Some special role on, like, the story of Adele on Broadway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she plays she plays Adele. And then I saw this this morning, and it is really uplifting. I'm not a huge fan of Foo Fighters. I just, for whatever reason, I've, I mean, I like Dave Grohl just fine. And, and when I hear Foo Fighters, I go, that's Foo Fighters. <laughs> uh, there are some, you know, they got a couple of key songs, like, uh, uh, my hero. Well, that's that's the one that mm-hmm. really made a big Im- impact on me this morning. But um, learn to fly. Yeah, that's yes, their big. Mm-hmm. That's their big like chart top. One of their big chart toppers. And so, mm-hmm. sky is a neighborhood was one that came out a couple of years ago. That's really good. They got a very distinct sound. Just they're just driving rock and roll and widely regarded. So, but I couldn't have told you who Taylor Hawkins was before he passed. Like, I, I well, didn't. Have, know. have you ever realized how much? The lead singer for the Foo Fighters looks like the drummer from Nirvana. You ever realize that? <laughs> it's, a, it's uncanny. Uh-huh. They must be identical twins. But this morning I saw on CBS there was some video. They played Wembley Stadium. They did a big tribute concert. Nile Rodgers and just all kinds Paul of Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney was there. So it was tribute to Taylor Hawkins. And the son, so uh, Shane Hawkins, Got introduced. Dave Gross, they're next to the last song, and they called they called Taylor Hawkins' son up on stage to play, to sit on the kit for My Hero, and it just he kills it. just jams. I mean, he's got the same stance and mannerisms as his dad. He's got that same energy. I mean, you can just tell he's just he's watched that and being able to emulate it. But it was just such an uplifting moment to see Dave Grohl turn around at the end and just like, this is your moment, kid. Like, we're all here to celebrate your dad, and you just killed everybody. It, you know, just, just slayed everybody with, uh, with yeah, your Yeah, because he turns around and just lets him, lets him have it. Yeah, it just, it's just there. And so, anyway, you know, you, give, you think, oh, we'll give this kid a pass. He's really doing a good job. You know, he's up there and his dad and blah, blah, blah. He does it. I mean, you just go, hey, wow, it's a really... Really, really impressive. And if you get a chance to see it, even if you don't like Foo Fighters, even if you don't like Foo Fighters, it's just a moment where you go, this is just a really great entertaining entertaining moment. The good news is they're going to do this show again in Los Angeles, I think, sometime in a week or so. So there'll be some, a lot of those people who performed over the last weekend will be on board. They'll add some other people as well. So hopefully get to do that. Uh, He gets to play in the United States as well. Got to get to a break. We'll come back more on the way here on MNO. MB's point to ponder for today. If we're all here to help others, what are the others here for? (laughs) Are they, if we're here to help others, are the others here to be helped, right? Well, unfortunately, you might be very much correct. Uh, Congratulations to. 6990. 6990 was the first to know being late for work. Being late for work is more likely to happen on Tuesday than any other day. So congratulations to 6990. I want to take a minute, too. 
uh, while we were gone, uh, while we were on vacation last week, I also I learned of the passing. Many people will know him, and di- many would have known him in many different ways. But uh, former Litchfield City Council person and uh, former Litchfield Fire Chief. But to me, uh, former Grayson County High School sociology teacher Jerry Slosher uh, passed while we were gone. And I saw a lot of people. I uh, know the family was talking about. Uh, they were they were really enjoyed people talking about their experiences as a teacher and the influences. And I'm one of those people that he had a big influence on. And when I was thinking about um, when I was thinking about his passing, and thinking about uh, reading some of the personal stories and people talking about, I thought it was odd how. Even before I knew what I wanted to do professionally, I I was just beginning here as a high school student. But in his sociology class, we did a video uh, documentary, if you will, that I did the voiceover work for and did the writing. And it was really about the dangers of smoking. And we went to like cemetery and and did you know we shot some of that stuff. We did some stand up stuff where there was full of statistics and uh, the uh, involvement like on what had the roles peer pressure society smoking et cetera et cetera. And so I got to thinking about that project. That was the I, I, I enjoyed sociology. I, sociology was much more important to me and much more intriguing than psychology, which a lot of you know he, he taught as well. But sociology, to me, is more being born out in these days when we see the idea of social media and how people influence with one another and just mores and that type of thing. But so that was the biggest, that was a huge, uh, I don't know how much that specific project and that idea of sociology under the study of Jerry Slosher had on me and what I chose to do for a living that now sitting here, you know, closing in on 40 years later would, uh, you know, when I look back at that, I think that it had to have some influence on that. So for, for that, I'm very grateful and uh, sad to hear of, uh, sad to hear of his, of his passing. So wanted to, I wanted to use, I might have, I might have in ways this plat, he may be helpful in the reason I'm on the platform. So I thought it would be more beneficial to use the platform to pay the tribute is why I wanted to make sure and set aside a moment or two for that. On television tonight, I believe The Bachelorette is on, for those of you who follow that and are so inclined. I'm trying to think what else is Cougar soccer. We're we're hitting the pitch tonight against Butler County at 6 o'clock tonight. Butler County. Butler County. So watch on K105 Digital Productions. Claim to Fame, the ABC Season 1 finale. I have no idea what Claim to Fame is. And TMZ is really getting after it. This week on Fox, it's TMZ investigates who really killed Michael Jackson. I know you got that recorded and got your popcorn ready for it. I mean, obviously, <laughs> talking about big influences, Michael Jackson was one. Is, is it not the doctor? I assumed that it was. Didn't he in jail for that? But, you know, what's interesting, my guess is they will delve into societal pressures and sociology mm-hmm. and that type of thing on what led him yeah, to being overprescribed. And TMZ will definitely go into that. Surely. Today's highlight in history, this date, 1901, President William McKinley was shot and mortally wounded. In 1943, 79 people were killed when a New York-bound Pennsylvania railroad train derailed and crashed in Philadelphia. The uh, public funeral for Princess Diana was held at Westminster Abbey in London, 1997. By the way, back to that Foo Fighters sta- uh, story about they played Wembley Stadium. I always thought Wembley was huge. There was only a crowd of 12,500 people for that Foo Fighters show at Wembley Stadium. I think they limited. They did limit it? They must okay. have limited. I, because if, say, I, I mean, the, if you watch the video, <coughs> the like the pit, the crowd on the... On the, I mean, there was no room to even move. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they, they had to have limited. Well, because that famous Queen show for mm-hmm. Live Aid. Uh, Wembley's huge. Yeah, too. I mean, I thought, I mean, I know some soccer stadiums are smaller because they don't have triple decks and that type of thing. But I would have thought Wembley had a much greater capacity than that. 90,000, yes, Wembley. Five years ago today, Hurricane Irma just wiped out portions of the Caribbean. And they're, you know, still to this day trying to recover especially Puerto Rico, 
uh, is where Irma just really, really hit and just ran over. Birthdays today. Swoozy Kurtz is 78. Jeff Foxworthy is 64. Mark Chestnut is 59. Macy Gray is 55. CeCe Pennison is 53. Idris Elba is 50. And rapper Foxy Brown is 44 today. I like Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. The Marquis de Lafayette. The Lafayette was born in 1757. Mel McDaniel was born this date in 1942. You know, if you get down the fiddle and you get down the bow, you kick off your shoes and you throw them on the floor. Dance to the morning with the morning light. Louisiana Saturday night. Uh, those are all the nut gum I've forgotten. I'll stop singing and I'll let Frankie Avalon do it instead. 1958, Frankie Avalon, number one with Gingerbread. Kind of naughty, but you're naughty and I say gingerbread, 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 gingerbread. Okay. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard that song. Uh, yeah, nor have I. That's back when they had to pay for every word, different word that was used. Mm-hmm. It, it cost a lot of money to add just a singular new word, so they just used the same word over and over and over. Like, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. Mm-hmm. It was very affordable to write that song. Let's go to 1967. Diana Ross and the Supremes, number one. Through the mirror of my do, do, do we need to send out a welfare check? We still not heard back from Dennis yet. Is, is, did, I, did the donuts really do that much damage? He hailed an Uber and went straight to Krispy Kreme. Because <laughs> we know he can't drive. Or is he using the walker going down the... <laughs> if you see somebody, stop and pick him up. 1976, number one, the Bee Gees. And you should be dancing. What if he has a basket on the front of the walker? <laughs> I can find out tonight. I, I think he needs some streamers on it, doesn't he? I was watching over the weekend. Netflix has their series, The Movies That Made Us. And I got to the one about Elf. So I, I love learning how these movies almost got made, didn't, almost didn't get made, changes that were made. But the inspiration of the Rudolph special, the that stop animation, where Yukon Cornelius is. Mm-hmm. And I saw Yukon Cornelius in that. I was like, he does look exactly like. <laughs> he looks exactly like Yukon Cornelius. Huey Lewis in the news, number one in 85 with the power of love. Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You in 94. Crazy in Love, Beyonce in 03. And then Olivia, oh, we'll do uh, Flo Rida Whistle in 2012. And good for you, Olivia Rodrigo, number one in 2021. There are your chart toppers for today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom is this. One book, one pen, one child, and one teacher can change the world. One book, one pen, one child, and one teacher can change the world. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.